Welcome to the seventh episode of the Benogan Bulls Crew Club podcast, The Bulls Raw. I'm Mitch Stringer and today I'll be joined on hosting duties by Greg Davin. How are you tonight, Greg? I'm fantastic, Mitch. Uh, great to be here with the uh, the myth, the man, the legend. And uh, I must admit our guest tonight, super duper excited. Can't wait to uh, see what comes out of this. Last episode we had a chat to Lukey Phillips. So today's guests joined the club in our inaugural summer season along with yourself and myself, Greg. And we all played in that inaugural Benogan Bulls summer cricket Gold Coast game. We did, 100%. Yes. And uh, just a, a funny sequencing of caps has come out in the conversation. Uh, I do believe that our guest uh, was cap number seven, uh, which uh, led to me being cap number eight. And uh, my co-host here, uh, Mitch, uh, you would have been? Cap number nine. Here we go, seven, eight, nine. So we're like the hat-trick of the Benogan Bull hats. The first hat-trick of hats. Yeah. Give us some more information on our first guest, Greg. All right, Mitch. Thank you for throwing over. That was one of the best throws I've ever seen. Our first guest tonight. <laughs> He's played 45 matches for the Bulls. He's made 661 runs and taken 17 wickets. It's, drum roll. <laughs> David Manning! How are you, Menno? I'm great, boys. It's good to be here. It's um, feeling a little bit like it's a stitch-up, but, you know, let's see how the night goes. I like that drum roll there. Was that two different sets of drums? It was, oh, you, oh, that was nothing like yeah. a drum. No. You should have just gone. Well, he hoping... didn't have a desk in front of him, so... Yeah, I was hoping <laughs> you were going to go for me, Mitch, but anyway. Uh, no, it's absolutely wonderful to have you here, Menno. Uh, firstly, uh, for the podcast, but uh, secondly, back for the Bulls this year after your little sojourn down south, which we might uh, touch base with yes. later on. Didn't work out too well, did it? <laughs> he's back, boys. He's back. So, Mano, you come over from most recently Palm Beach Crew Club. Um, what was the reason that you come over to the Mighty Benogan Bulls? I broke my leg playing footy uh, while I was playing at Palmy. I broke my leg towards the end of the year in footy, so I missed maybe the last 10 games or so. And then, obviously, couldn't play the, the cricket season. And then, um, uh, Jakey Savage, was I was playing footy with him at um, Rabina. And, yeah, he, he pretty much just got me over. So The Sav. The rest is history. The Sav got him over. Yeah. No, Played I, in that first year. Question number two. Uh, what is Far the biggest away. difference between the two clubs you've played for here in the Gold Coast, those wankers down there at Palmy <laughs> and the uh, awesome uh, Benogan Bulls? Oh, well, I don't know. They're pretty much the same, I think. <laughs> only, if you, only if you're in the first 11. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. I was never in the first 11 at Palmy, so... <laughs> I don't know. The biggest difference... Oh, I don't know. Benogan's closer to me now, I guess. Nah, it's good. It's good just playing with your mates. Benogan's good. It's chilled. It's relaxed. Palmy's a bit more bit more serious, so... Mano, you played for Palm Beach of most recent. Did you play anywhere else before that, or was Palmy your first club? Nah, Palmy... Yeah, Palmy was my first club. That was my first club since school. Yeah, haven't played since um, probably grade 7-ish. Yeah, and were you any good back then? Did you still have the Jason Ackermanis look going, or...? I actually did. I was actually a natural blonde, mate. <laughs> And then I was blown through my teens. Uh, I'm just trying to relive my youth, mate. All right. 
Here we go. So, Menno, this is uh, basically uh, a little question for you about uh, your season. Um, obviously, back with the Bulls, playing fourth grade with us, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, great addition to the side. Almost uh, leading run scorer, and we could take her <laughs> within two games. So, uh, the season hasn't gone the way that we'd like it to. But uh, now that you're back, Menno, uh, do you have any goals for yourself personally this season um, and or decide you're playing for false at the ball? Um. Yeah, it is good to be back. I mean, I was I wasn't gonna commit to playing this year, but um, just being around the boys again is is awesome. So we'll probably play play more games than I don't. In saying that, I would like to make a hundred this year. Yeah, and um, yeah, like you said, we haven't we haven't done too well this year, but a few washout games though. But um, hopefully this week we can get a win. I want to get a couple of wins. Your last few weeks have definitely been, without a doubt, uh, your best off seeing your bat, and uh, you're looking good, so that's, I reckon 100 is not too far away. Yeah, that, that's that's the last couple of weeks, batting out there is probably the best I've felt in, obviously, the my whole career, so. Yeah. Um, haven't made a, a 50 through the, the summer game yet, so, um, and then the, the two that I come back. Beautiful. Made a couple of 50s, so, yeah, next one's 100. Love it, mate. Love it. All right, so we're going to get into the hard-hitting questions now, Mano. Um, yeah. So imagine you're stuck on a deserted island. Name one Benogan Bulls teammate that you would want to be there with and one who you just would not want to be there with. Shit, they are the, the hard questions now, aren't they? Mm. Well. Yeah, you start to show your colours now, Mano. Yeah, exactly. There's a couple of blokes in the room. We could go either way here. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's ask that question again. Uh, name uh, a teammate, of which we both are, uh, who you would and wouldn't want to be with <laughs> on a deserted island. <laughs> You've got to answer that. Do I have to answer it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. All right. Oh, and, and why would I be the one? Yeah. I don't think I can put that in the podcast, Greggy. Yeah, it's in. Yeah. I actually asked Luke that question last week if he would say you because then at least you might have your hot air balloon with you to fly you off that deserted yeah. island. Oh, nice. Yes, that's, that's you, nice. You obviously haven't heard that episode, Greg. The way well, I'm going to go with that as well because no, that's very can't. sensible. No, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> what Luke said then was no, you can't have any instruments or whatever. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll actually I will say Greggy. Greggy's alright. I like Greggy. And, and what, uh, what would he bring to your being stuck on a desert island situation? Um, is this PG? Doesn't have to be. <laughs> Depends if it's going to define my reputation. I, I think everyone knows your reputation, Greggy. <laughs> uh, I, reckon, um, I don't know. I reckon I'd bring you know uh, fortitude. Um, a really long joke. I think you know how to make a fire, so you can keep us warm. Hundred percent. You're a good hugger. Thank you. I'll give you that. So you know. In those cold winter nights. Those very lonely cold winter nights. Mm. Mm. <laughs> all right, all right. Enough of this. And who, <laughs> who wouldn't you want to be on the island with? Uh, who would not want to be? Probably Sheepy, because Sheepy just keeps talking about how good he was as a young footballer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd end up killing him. <laughs> The sheep. Yeah, the sheep. I love sheepy, but... He might take a break in between and talk about Carlton, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, see? Exactly. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> okay, well, that's. Uh, I think that's a couple of good answers. Uh, I think it's relevant to this season, and that's... Uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, this is where we're going to move on to uh, your career and uh, talk about the best player you've played with and the best player you've played against. And why was I? Greggy. <laughs> 
You're number eight, remember? I'm seven. <laughs> I'll go against you. I don't know who I'm playing against. It's gonna be... <laughs> I don't, um, I don't keep track of my Actually, I'm, 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 gonna, I'm just going to update the question just a little bit um, because I think you've probably got some great uh, AFL memories here. So uh, <laughs> and you and you know, you know, you know the name. So I'm going to say, like, who is the best player you have played with or against in AFL? Oh, this is a tough one because I played at um, I want a flag at Palm Beach. And we had a really good side, really good side. Um, Jesse Derrick, he he's probably one of the best players I played with, and and that was at Palmy, and won a flag with him. And then um, when I went to Rabina, uh, the other midfielder was uh, Bowie Bowie Davis. Is probably he's a he's a Kiwi bloke, probably one of the best footballers. Period. Like just wins best and fairest league medals, everything. All right, let's let's switch it up now and let's go back to cricket now. What's your favourite moment so far since being at the Benogan Bulls? I reckon just being in that first team. We had a good laugh. It was good, good group, good crew. So just that year, that first year was awesome. You know, did we make fin- We made finals, didn't we? Yeah, so yeah, we did. We played well. We had a laugh and just yeah, just that I reckon. Mino, so just tell me. Um... That's your favourite Bulls moment, and I tend to agree with you, mate. They were, uh, they were a good bunch of lads, and shit, we had a good laugh. Uh, and uh, I think about that's one of the reasons I joined the club, so uh, I, I completely concur with you there, my friend. But maybe let's take it up another level and see uh, what what's your favourite overall cricket memory, you know, from oh. anything, Australian, international, whatever. Yeah. Probably four, four or five years ago, or maybe six years ago. I went to the Boxing Day test when uh, Ricky Ponting and I can't remember the other bloke made a hundred. That was awesome to watch both of them make a hundred. I think it was Ricky Ponting's last test at home. Yeah. Last okay. test series at home. So that would have been my favourite watching live. That was my first Boxing Day test. I think it was Pup. Pup got a century as well. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's probably that one. Yeah, nice. Yeah, good memory. Got video evidence of it too, so... <laughs> Lovely. With the blonde hair. I didn't have blonde hair back then. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Alright, so speaking of memorable moments of watching cricket, etc. Who's your favourite cricketer from the past and current? Oh, my favourite cricketer from the past is Mark War. I love the way he bat and I try and field like him, so... He, he was a great fielder. He was good off his legs. I'm not that good off my legs, but yeah, Mark War for me. I remember one of his catch at square leg, diving to his right, full, like back in those days as well, they weren't, you know, full athletes like they are now. And to do what he did back in the day, it was just, yeah, Mark War for sure. Yeah, no, he was, uh, and he just was elegant. Oh. Just a right hand. He hit it out elegant. of the Gabba with the toothpick bats that they used to have. Yeah. Oh, and then what? The modern day. Ooh. Modern day. Let's go. Modern day is hard because you got Michael Clark. I used to love watching Michael Clark because he reminded me of Mark War. But now you got Steve Smith. The way he bats, he bats different. He's great fielder as well. So playing now is probably Steve Smith, and just retired is probably Michael Clark. Yeah, I think that's a. Uh... I think that's a pretty fair answer there. Yep. Is, uh, a, that's a very... That's the cream of the cream. Yeah, it's a very hard question too. You can't just pinpoint one one player. So. Yeah, no, very true. 
Yeah, realistically, you could probably go across generations oh, and yeah. then just pick. Yeah. All right, so who's your favourite cricket from each decade over the last 110 years? <laughs> All right. Donald Bradley. <laughs> and, what, and what decade was that? Yeah, 900s. <laughs> That's a century, not a decade. <laughs> now, um, now, you've got to tell me this. I, I can't believe that you're you know, 35 turning 36 and you haven't actually been approached by Hollywood. Like, I actually can't believe it. <laughs> Completely honest, I can't believe it. Um, I thought it would have happened for you by now, but um, okay, but it hasn't. So we have to do this hypothetically. Hypothetically speaking, if you were to be played by someone in a Hollywood blockbuster, who would it be and why? Oh, what's that, bloke? Oh, what's the. Nah. Oh, I've got a mind blank. <laughs> Fuck yeah, who's that bloke? Give us Bradley give, Cooper. Give us no, some, no, some kind of details. Paul Walker. No, other than that. I bloke. think he's Ned Kelly. Ryan, maybe. So you're narrowing it down to Ryan Gosling. That's to the one there, Greggy. Um, what was the movie he was in? What's that movie? Crazy Sexy Love. Crazy Sexy yeah. Love. Yeah. Greggy is a movie buff. The last guy. Wow. Yeah. I'll say Ryan, he says Gosling. Yeah. Who is the funniest player at the Benogan Creek Club? I won't. Keep the limelight on me. I'll give it over to Greggy. Greggy's pretty funny. Greggy can tell tell a good joke every now and then. And we don't have time for that now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh mate, Greggy, oh, what are you oh, doing? I was uh, for you to come in. I've got one joke. Actually, Greggy is pretty funny. He does tell a good joke, so... He's always there for a joke. <laughs> I'll keep turning up each year. <laughs> That's, the <Yeah>. joke. <laughs> That's the joke in itself. <laughs> he tries to bat, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> if only he did that out on the pitch. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to change my answer to the stringer. That was pretty good, mate. Yeah, that was pretty good. I'll pay that. When I infuse everything with my life, I infuse it with music. And uh, I there's different songs for, you know, to pump you up or to, you know, to bring you down or to remember cool stuff. And I'm wanting to know if you're walking out to bat on your maiden 100 for Benogan uh, this year in fourth grade, Yep. What song would you like to walk out to? Ooh. Oh, I don't know. I, I love anything country. I love country music. I love Luke Combs. So maybe Out There. Out There by Luke Combs. Right. Just get Here me out there. Get me out there by Luke Combs. No, I, it's just out there by Luke Combs. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah. Uh, but let just me get, get me out, out there. there yeah. yeah, 100%. Yeah, so I can get out there with uh, yeah. Luke Combs. But that would be fantastic. That sounds like a good song. It's I don't know song. it. So maybe we should uh, get it up and uh, have a quick little listen to it. Uh, are you good on that, uh, Miss Stringer? Yeah, all right. It's this song. As long as we're out there Somewhere where we can go Get away from it all Get lost And God only knows where we'll go And baby Yeah, that's the one. That was a great song. I remember what that. The I've heard that before. That's so cool. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Like, let's just continue. Was I supposed to say something there? <laughs> no. He'll figure it out later. Oh, so we he's going to fly out. <laughs> <laughs> we can edit it 
so the yeah. song's in there. We go back, oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's looking at me like, say something. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, mate? Like, look straight ahead and do that. Oh, oh well, we. Because we'll know exactly what happened. Exactly. <laughs> You're going, was I meant to say something? Yeah. <laughs> Like, I was expecting to play the song, and I was like, yeah, that's the song, boys. Yeah. <laughs> right. See, I don't have the script. No. So, yeah. We don't have, that's not the script. Yeah. <laughs> we just made that up. Most, we yeah. <laughs> Most of the shit we've been saying has been, yeah. we've been making up, like. Most of it. I've heard stuck to the script a little bit. Like. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, what's the best catch you've ever taken? The best catch I've ever taken. And I reckon it's going to be a screamer. I've just got a feeling. I think when you remember. Well, I'm going to have to talk it up now. No, it's going to be a screamer. I've taken some good ones, actually. Yeah. I've, I usually feel a gully, so it always comes pretty hot. But. And spinning. Yeah. And, and this, this one, I wasn't actually playing for Benogan. It was at Palmy, at, at, or for Palmy, sorry, at Malawa, left hander. At Malawa, which ground? You'll be more specific. Uh, I'll two. say three. No, it's two. They one in the corner. I think they change them three times a year, so you yeah. never get the right you one. You know anyway. the one in the corner and in the bowls club or the oh, yeah. croquet club, that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, sun was in my eyes. Late afternoon, left hander, quick bowler, massive cut shot. I just had to move maybe a meter, a meter and a half. Just fell into it, caught it, you know, a couple of inches off the ground, and just it's just one of those catches. You put your hand there, and it just sticks. That how sticks to my memory. How much did you froth? Over that catch. Oh, bro, you've seen my celebrations. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone could catch me. Oh, you was going to say, laps. how many laps did you do before someone could get a hold of you? <laughs> I did about three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that would have been a celebration and a half. That but sounds like a crack. Another catch. one, another one comes to memory as well. It was at, uh, we were playing Alberton at, the, at Labrador, across the road from the Grand Hotel. Ducks Oval. Ducks Oval. I was in gully again. And same thing. It was right-handed this time. Cut shot. It flew off the bat and went above my head. It was pretty much like a um, like a, a footy mark. And they nearly didn't give me the catch because I celebrated a fair bit early and threw the ball away. And they were going to not give me the catch. Ooh. So... Uh, according to my cricket, did that catch officially go in? That catch counted. So, but that's a tip for the future boys. Yeah. Just Don't hold it, it for three seconds and then celebrate. Who was the South African player that threw it away? It was Herschel Gibbs, wasn't it? Herschel Gibbs ah, threw the ball away really? in the World Cup, remember? And they lost to Australia. Really? Yeah, yeah. I Herschel Gibbs celebrated too early, I threw remember. the ball away, and it was against Australia, and we went on to win the game. Is that when they said they dropped the World Cup? Cup, that's the one. Ooh. Herschel Gibbs. Yes. Pretty sure. Uh, listeners out there, give us a thumbs up if it's Herschel Gibbs, or uh, if it's not Herschel Gibbs. Um, I'm sorry, but this is not a live stream. So. Yeah! <laughs> But when it's well, posted... Well, I see the likes coming up on the thing. So in like a week when I release it... Okay, yeah. so, okay, so when it's posted... Mitch, self-promotion here, mate. When this podcast is posted to the Bulls, please give it a like on Facebook and uh, just confirm that it was Herschel Gibbs. And that way we know you're listening right to the end of the, right to the, end of the interview. The innings. The innings. The innings. <laughs> Uh, That's what we should call it, the end of the... The end of the innings. Yes. We're just about there. We're just about to pull stumps, but I actually have one question that's not on the uh, 
script uh, would be, David, I have to say that you have a passion for AFL and uh, your team is North Melbourne. Um, Tell me a little bit about that and why you're so passionate about North Melbourne and how dirty do you feel now actually sitting under a poster of Brendan Favola from Carton who looks like he's taking a mark over your head. Well, I'm very passionate about North Melbourne. I actually have a tattoo to my finger, Greedy, if you can see that. Nice. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, you thought I was lying. No, I like that. Yes. Mm. So, and I actually feel a bit disgusted. If I knew that this was Carlton memorabilia everywhere in this room, I wouldn't have signed up for this. Yeah. So, um, yeah, very disgusted. Yeah, yeah, so... Uh, yep. Well, okay, that, that sort of explains a fair bit to me there, uh... Man, eh? but um, yeah. How did you become a North Melbourne supporter? So when I was a kid, my uncle was North Melbourne. My dad was St Kilda, and well, your uncle was a suburb, <laughs> and your dad was a suburb. <laughs> my dad, my uncle was North Melbourne. Which part? All of it. The the whole thing. <laughs> oh, the, the train station. So he just recently got renovated. <laughs> It's actually a really good train station now. North yeah, Melbourne's on the up and coming. But they'll still finish last this year. 100%. All right, get back to the story. Um, yes, so my dad was St Kilda. And obviously my uncle had a bit more influence over me. But um, I still still really enjoy watching the Saints. The Saints will, will always be my second team. But yeah, something happened. My uncle got in my head a bit more than my old man. So I've become a North Melbourne supporter. So, um, Mano, when you were going away last year, uh, back down to Victoria, you were leaving us, and uh, we were all devoted by it, but you were you had a little one well and truly on the way by that point in time, and, uh, you know, the two boys, and, and now you've had a, a, a bubba. How's things changed for you in the last sort of, you know, little while since they've been here? Yes, well, the last year has been pretty hectic, obviously, with the move. To try and move, like, a whole family down to Victoria and, and leave my other two boys up here. Um, it was, yeah, it was a tough decision to make, but um, at the end of the day, I had to sort of do what was best for my family. Um, so I made that, that decision to move down. It was going great at the start. You know, we had a plan in place with the boys coming down and stuff like that. And then, um, yeah, with the, the corona, um, sort of it's just, it's sort of stuffed everything up. So, yeah, COVID, yeah. Drove, drove down with all that stuff and then dro- drove back with a, um, you know, 18 month year old was, uh, it was pretty hectic. So yeah, yeah but back, we're back here now and settled um, at least for a couple of years and then s- see what happens after all this is over. Well, uh, yeah, hopefully that means uh, if you're here for a couple of years... A couple of that, flags uh, for the Bermuda. Yeah, Mabel, yeah, at least, oh, one, at least a flag, a couple of hundreds. Oh, I'd love to get a flag with the boys. Oh, it's not yeah. about personal gain, it's about getting the flags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. And uh, not a truer word is spoken by a truer teammate. Uh, I have to say, um, you know, the couple of years I've played with Menno, uh, absolutely infectious. Everybody loves you, mate. You're a top bloke, and uh, you make any team that you're part of better. So uh, I'm uh, on for the better for knowing you, and uh, um, the club is also benefit because you've been with us. So, uh, mate, it's great to have you back. Thanks, mate. That's some kind words there. Uh, it's um, it's good to be back at, at this club. A few good mates around, so let's make the most of it this year. Uh, Here we go. 
I'll give you a tribute too. He's a good bloke. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. <laughs> e- edit in laughter. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to edit it in. Oh, uh, and I will keep wearing my leopard shorts for you. Thanks, mate. Um, love them. <laughs> love them. So thanks for coming in to host with me tonight, Greggy. It's been an honour having you in the studio once again. And special thanks to our guests for popping in tonight, Mano, to get involved with the Mighty Benogan Bulls podcast. Runners one, boys. Runners one. Thanks, boys. Have a good one. <laughs>